Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast brought to you by Tricress. We are on a mission to make it happen for every ambitious SME on the planet and we're doing that by delivering you fantastic tried and tested business coaching and consulting through our app called Fuel My Business. We're also doing that through a network of talented and highly experienced Tricrest partners who are on the ground business coaches and consultants. But for today, you're going to hear from real life entrepreneurs and business owners who are on all kinds of journeys, the beginning, the middle and the end. We want you to learn from this and know that you are not alone. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Erica Moore, founder and managing director of Etiquette Tea. So if you're a tea lover, you're going to really enjoy this. Hi, Erica. How are you? Hi there. I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So I'm a huge fan of your tea. Okay. Uh, Particularly the Earl Grey. (laughs) (laughs) um and i want to know how a lawyer because you're a trained lawyer aren't you i am yes recovering lawyer yeah recovering lawyer like that how does a recovering lawyer end up in the tea business that's a very good question um yes i sometimes wonder that myself (laughs) um so yeah i trained as a lawyer and i was a litigation lawyer down in london for about seven years and at first it was all very exciting. It almost lived up to the Ali McBeal LA law that I dreamed of. Um, but then it got, as I got more and more specialized and qualified, um, the cases got larger, they never seemed to end. And I started to question my whole purpose in life. Um, and then around the same time, because I was sitting down for so long every day, um, and carrying huge bundles of files up and down stairs and off to court and wherever, I ended up having quite severe back problems, which was fine because I had private medical insurance. So I just had, I was in one of those MRI tubes every other week. Goodness me. Yeah, quite a nice chilled time. (laughs) A nice 10 minutes to myself in a tube. But yeah, probably with hindsight, not the best um, life plan. (laughs) so essentially I had a moment in a life's too short moment in the bath one morning that's what happens before I went into work and I just thought oh hang on right I could get literally I could drop down dead today um and yeah life's far too short today is the day I'm going to find what it is that I'm really passionate about I'm done with this so I went into work that day and yeah, long story short, I ended up reading an article um, by Moby, mm-hmm. the singer-songwriter, and I'd seen that he'd opened a tea bar in New York. Um, and then I, ta- I got hold of some whole leaf tea the same day and just got completely obsessed with it. I was like, wow, this is... I'd been drinking loads of tea, but it was all like dishwater tea. Uh-huh. 
Um, and yeah, this open, opened up a whole new world and it was like my eyes had been opened for the first time. Yeah, not to sound too cheesy, but yeah, not just to like the world of tea, but to like what else was possible. So wow. I remember that day so vividly. I love the fact that your uh, life is too short moment happened in the bath because obviously that's the classic eureka moment, isn't it? <laughs> and then you found your purpose in a set of tea leaves. There's something about that that's quite mystical, isn't there? <laughs> I know, indeed. Well, actually, I think there is something about water. If you start to look at the whole energy and how everything flows and how everything's connected, I think water is so powerful and I just love, I live by the sea, I love sea swimming, I go surfing and there's something just about that connection with water to give you ideas or to get you in the moment or just to, yeah, free up some headspace. That's amazing. Uh, so what, how, did you just resign on the spot? What happened next? <laughs> <laughs> what happened next? Um, well, I... Yeah, I basically just spent every spare moment researching about tea and tasting different types, learning as much as possible, reading every book, every self-help book, every business book. I attended every business gateway workshop and seminar going, trying to learn how to start a business, how to write a marketing plan, how to get finance, how to set up a website, like, yes, everything, as you know. Um, so yeah, just learned as much as possible. And then I spent, I dragged my poor husband along as well, I spent most of our summer outside, um, well, at the British Library, copying down loads of reports, because you could only, uh, you couldn't take a phone, you couldn't photocopy things, it was, pen and, it was pencil and paper only. So I spent many hours in there, um, and then many hours outside um, other coffee shops, sort of clicking people in and out, working out their average spend, so I could put together financial projections and my business plan so yeah that was the, the whole plan but then I, I realized that if I was actually ever going to get it off the ground and get started the only way to do it was to make the jump and just resign um, and go all in on it which I did so I handed in my notice and then put my backpack on went to Sri Lanka and India and stayed with tea masters and yeah nothing can really um replicate the feeling of actually being in a tea garden and seeing it all firsthand, seeing the processes, seeing how it all works, just getting the smells and the taste and yeah it was a really tremendous experience and great for building up links with suppliers as well. So Fantastic, what an incredible journey. So when you handed your notice in, because I'm assuming you were quite well paid as a lawyer in London, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how scary was that? That's interesting because actually I think it was something that I was so passionate about that I really wanted to give it a go and I was completely prepared for it to fall flat on its face and fail completely okay. but I really wanted to do it um, and for me it really wasn't about the money because if it was I would have gone to a big American law firm or whatever and got paid even more yeah it was um crazy times back then so yeah with hindsight it was either very brave or very stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it actually it, it just felt so right for me mm -hmm. that I was finally 
being true to myself and living authentically. Mm. So I remember that, yeah, when I when I left, I could I just felt like a different person. That's really amazing, isn't it? Because that when you follow your true purpose and like you say, live authentically, there's um there's a calmness to it. So most people would think that handing their notice in would be terrifying, but you've just described quite a sort of Zen-like experience, in fact, uh, which yeah. is lovely and hopefully reassuring to other entrepreneurs out there who are just about to make the same kind of leap. That if, if, if it's right for you and you're following your passion and purpose, then it should feel okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's something I've really learned over the years is to trust my instincts and to trust my emotions and my feelings. So if I have, if I don't feel right, if I've got an awkward feeling, if I'm feeling quite anxious, mm. then I know that there's something wrong, there's something that I need to take action on, there's something I'm hiding from, or mm. there's something I'm scared of where I should actually face up to it and just take some action, mm. which is yeah, a lot easier said than done. It's something that you have to work on every single day. Mm. Yeah, it's very true. It's true okay so you started now i know you've got a cafe in edinburgh yes. very yes. nice it is too um <laughs> and so what, at what stage did you open your cafe how long did that take to get to that point um well originally i was going to open it in london and this was back in 2008 Right. So I had looked at lots of properties. I'd gone to, I think we'd approached three or so different banks um, and got offers of bank loans from all of them. Wow. And then myself and my husband just decided one day, I think we are quite spur of the moment people actually with hindsight, but we just decided one day we were back up in Scotland and thought, hmm, hang on, don't want to live in London forever. So why, why am I opening a, a tea room down there? Um, so we decided to move to Edinburgh, which was, yeah, just because it's a beautiful city. Did no market research. It's got a castle in the middle of it. <laughs> we knew one person. <laughs> um, yeah, I found our property on Frederick Street just on the way back to the plane. Right. Um, didn't even get a chance to look in. Closing date was the next day to put an offer in without sort of seeing round it properly wow. um, but yeah it just it felt right so yeah but at least it did until the credit crunch came along <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and you survived that didn't you we did yes yeah. so that was interesting mm. um so we moved up in oh september actually so yeah and um, yeah it'll be an anniversary in a couple of weeks of, of moving up um, so yeah, moved up to Edinburgh and as we were driving up, I think it was, was it Bear Stearns collapsed? We had the radio on just as we got um, out of London, we're driving to Watford up the A1 mm -hmm. and we could see London in our rear view, rear view mirror and then the radio came on all about all these banks collapsing and <laughs> we just, myself and my husband looked at each other and <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> Or rabbit in the back seat and all our worldly possessions. <laughs> that was a little bit hairy. I bet it was hairy. Yeah, were the banks still good for the money? Um, what do you think? 
No, I think they possibly well, withdrew their offers. It turns out that Scotland is a different country. So obviously you have to go back to square one. So yeah, I'll not go into it in too much detail, but needless to say, nobody was lending at that point. So no. that was interesting. Yeah, and yeah, we managed, we scraped literally everything we had together. Right. Literally everything. Um, yes, and we rented a little place, yeah, for way longer than we'd hoped to. Um, but yeah, you do what you have to do to get started, don't you? Yeah, you do, definitely. And it's been going quite quite a while. And then I know you, you opened a, a, a tea shop as well as a cafe yes 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 and when did you open that it will be four years ago in october wow okay tell me about that because that's a concept store isn't it yeah i never know what to call it <laughs> but yeah in my mind i call it a tea store now because I'm still not sure what a concept store actually is. So <laughs> yeah, but it's a yeah, a tea store. So basically, um our tea room, we've been really lucky since it opened. It's in quite a central position in Edinburgh, which was always the plan. So we could build up a brand. It was never just about having one tea room. Um so that's been really good. We've been so pleased with our customers right from day one. They've been really um, with us and really adventurous about trying different teas and, and new products and things but we really wanted to have a space where we could spend more time with them and show them how to brew teas in different ways at home how to cold brew how they can make tea lattes mocktails there's all sorts of things and a really nice space for doing proper tea tastings and events and things like that so that's really why i opened the, the tea store um, and also we um, have a wholesale business as well so we work with lots of cafes and restaurants and shops and delis and offices um, yeah all over the UK and a little bit overseas as well so it's a really good space for, for training as well so fantastic and is it still open have you managed to keep it open yes we, we opened it in the middle of June no July middle of July when we were allowed to reopen it again uh -huh. good Oh, I'm pleased about that. Good. And I know you've got a new initiative called Tea in Mind. Yes. Tell us about that. So Tea in Mind is essentially, obviously, having been in business for it'll be almost 12 years now, there's been lots of um, bumps in the road, shall we say, and lots of things that, um, as a business owner, you have to contend with every single day. Um, and what has become abundantly clear to me is that everything starts with my mind. Um, I need to get my head sorted out first mm -hmm. before I can take action on the big things and grow the business, move forward, grow our team, create new products, sell to new companies. Everything starts with getting your head in the right place and mastering your mind. So I've worked on lots of techniques over the years, including NLP, which I'm forever grateful to you for teaching me. It's just such an incredible, incredible set of tools to have. Pleasure. Um, so yes, yeah, so through that I have, we've created our, our Tea in Mind concept, which really ties in, there's five main Chinese elements. Mm. 
and they all tie into different emotions, which in turn relate to different parts of your body and to different tastes. And therefore we can tie it into different types of teas. So depending on how you're feeling, we can sort of suggest um, a tea that would go to help rebalance that feeling. Right. And then the tea part is little three minute tea routines. So while you're waiting for your tea to brew for three minutes, we suggest different tea routines. So whether it's a simple breathing exercise or a visualization exercise um, or um, three minutes of gratitude, there's lots of different things that you can do to help master your mind. I love that. What a great idea. And that's so much better for you than spending those three minutes scrolling through Facebook. Completely, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people are just, yeah, most people and myself, totally guilty of it as well, obviously. Just rushing around, rushing around, never taking a moment to pause and think, appreciate what you've got, or just realising what you're avoiding and working on the one big thing that's really going to get you there. Um, so yeah, that's a sort of key part of it, is just to try and create that little pause within your day so that you can rebalance and calm your mind again. And building it into your day while you're waiting for your tea to brew, it yeah. means that it's easy to do and you anchor, I guess, the tea exactly. with the routine. What a exactly. genius idea, Erica. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, it works for me and I do it all the time. And if I'm, a, I'm yeah, I've had obviously with my, um, I've had back and neck issues over the years and I have spent thousands of pounds on everything, everything, I've tried everything, whether it's chiropractors or osteopaths or massages or all sorts of energy healing, just so many different things. But actually, I realized that if I just sit for three minutes and just relax, because I often, if I'm working away, I'm very guilty, I can just keep going and going and going and just keep pushing myself through, but I'm getting more and more pain in my back and my neck. So I've stopped that now. I'm now aware, hang on, you're holding tension, your back's getting sore, have a cup of tea for three minutes, do a little breathing or a little meditation, get that stress and tension out, and then you're good to go again. Brilliant. Amazing. Amazing. And how can people access this tea in mind and how can people get hold of your tea? Because you said you send it abroad as well. Yep, so we're online as well as in our concept store in our tea room. So it's etiquette.co.uk and it's yeah, funny spelling, which breaks all the rules as well. So it's E-T-E-A-K-E-T. Okay. So yeah, you can get all our, our teas there and you can um, choose your tea based on how you're feeling as well through our tea and mind system online. Uh -huh. But we've also just launched our tea journey, which is the simplest way to get started with your tea routines. So that's, it's, it's only $6.95 a month, including free UK delivery. Wow. Or we can ship it worldwide as well. And for that, you get three different tea sashes sent to your door through your letterbox every month. But then you also get um, a download section where you get tasting notes for those teas, different recipe ideas. But then the key thing is we focus on one tea routine every month. Um, and then we've got a bespoke habit tracker as well, so you can keep track of how you're doing that month. And then we're planning on expanding that um, in a few months time with some more tea in mind stuff, which 
will be revealed shortly. Well, that sounds very exciting. I shall be signing up, Eric, because that sounds perfect. That sounds really <laughs> good. Um, and so obviously you had to close the cafe, you had to close the shop. And if you were supplying offices, then a lot of the offices aren't going back. So how have you sort of pivoted? Have you changed the business since March? <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah, obviously interesting time for everybody. And we had been really focusing on growing our wholesale business, particularly in the corporate market. We'd had a lot of... Um, good results with lots of big corporate offices, most of which are still shut and will be shut for a good few months and will probably never go back to the way they were. So it needed a, a shift uh, in perspective. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every, every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> I love the fact you're still smiling. <laughs> um, so yeah, it really has made me figure out what's possible using our website and using online and I'm so so grateful that we have our online presence because that's what's managed to keep us going throughout this. Good. Um, and also I, I found it really hard to sort of put myself out there. I didn't want to be sort of doing videos on Instagram and all this stuff. I put it off for years. I was always like what will people think and people will be like say mean things to me and whatnot. <laughs> but actually when I had to shut 95% of the business back in March, mm -hmm. that day I just went on Instagram and said, right, that's it, we're doing this. We're going to do a tea and mind routine every day for the next 30 days. I just, I had, yeah, no choice but to, to do it and to get out of my own way. So I think that's helped as well to sort of bring, bring us closer to our customers and create more connection. Yeah. So through that, we are growing our, our, our online business. Um, and I'm also working really hard on create, putting our wholesale business online. So we're just working on that at the moment. Great. That's superb. Now, you have a secret weapon, don't you? I do, yes. <laughs> um, and it's something I, do, I know nothing about, but you're introducing me to. Tell our listeners what your secret weapon is. Well, a large part of what we do with our tea routines is meditating, which is just getting into sort of a calm, relaxed state. Um, and if you're completely new to it, um, we do guided tea meditations and so on, and you can do it for three minutes, or you can, you can build up and do it as long as you're comfortable to do it. So that's something that's been hugely valuable for me. Um, but I actually learned something called Transcendental Meditation, or TM for short. Um, which I learned here in Edinburgh um, and it'll be almost a year ago and yeah I can't recommend it highly enough it seems supremely simple but it's also supremely effective um, so yeah you essentially just shut your eyes and go into a lovely calm state for 20 minutes morning and night and yeah it's just it's amazing if we actually listen to our bodies and let them do what they're supposed to do rather than we're always in this on state and we're always in a fight or flight mode we don't it's very rare that you can sort of sit and just do nothing for 20 minutes and just let your mind calm down but i've realized that by doing that your mind has a chance to sort itself out so it's almost i think of it like a filing cabinet right. you've got all these thoughts going on you've got 
ideas here, you've got issues here. So it just gives your mind a chance to say, file everything in the right place. And then you trust your mind will pull up the things that you need to remember in action when you finish meditating. And I've just found I've got so much more focus and clarity and I'm so much calmer generally. Wow. Um, and it's really, it helps as well because I think when you're, it's almost like sleeping is one of the best things we can do to repair our body. But um, when you meditate, you're in an even deeper state than that. So it helps to regenerate different things. And it's really helped my, um, my back and my neck issues. I get a lot less pain. Um, and if I do, I can focus, focus on those areas and help them relax when I'm meditating. So yeah, it's been brilliant for me. Sounds amazing absolutely amazing and business owners will say well i don't have time for that i'm too busy what would you say to that i would say that you can that's yes priorities mm. and it's the whole thing with tea in mind it's yeah you can be busy 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 but are you busy doing the right things or would you be better taking a little time out even if it's three minutes five minutes to have a cup of tea and just to think actually why am I doing this and this? Maybe I could get someone else to do this for me and allow me to work on this one thing that I actually should be doing, but I am putting off because I'm too busy to do that. Keeping yourself <laughs> in your comfort zone. Yeah. But yeah. It's true. And if anybody's <laughs> wondering about going on to Instagram Live or Facebook Live or LinkedIn Live and putting themselves out there, what pearls of wisdom would you have? As somebody who was really putting that off for a long time, what would you say? Um, yeah, something I completely get because a lot of people have a lot of fear and anxiety around it. So the thing that really helped me was realizing that I am not doing it for me. I'm doing it to help get my message out there so that we can hopefully help more people to help calm their minds and have a little Zen space with their cup of tea. So it's by doing that, by realising that by putting myself out there and getting out of my own way, we've got a chance to get to spread our message and to help more people. Brilliant. That's more important than somebody coming back to say, oh, she's ugly or look at her hair or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All these thoughts that are going through your mind. Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> no, I think uh, you do get past that, don't you? I think you really do get past that. And, and you're right. I think one of the reasons I love working with entrepreneurs and business owners is because they have something really quite special to share most of them. And it, and I'll say this probably nearly every episode is that it's your duty to get that out to as many people as possible, because whether it's the little widget you're making for the factory or whether it's giving people peace of mind for three minutes while they're brewing their tea, it all is really important to help people have a better life in one way or another. And, and I'm quite picky about the entrepreneurs I work with. So only people who are putting good stuff out there. Um, and uh, yeah, you have a duty to share that, Erica. You're right. Yeah, I think, yeah, it doesn't come naturally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yes, I think that's the, the realisation that by doing that, I can hopefully spread the message and help more people. So yeah, yeah, it outweighs anything else. 
It does. Okay, so my last question is always about the personality of your business. Your business was a human being. How would you describe its personality? Oh, it is fun and freedom loving and likes excitement and adventure, but knows how to remain balanced and calm. And yeah, just lives in the moment and appreciates what, they've, what she's got. Oh, that's wonderful. What a lovely business. <laughs> <laughs> so all the details for your website will be included on our podcast. So people will be able to find you and order teas. I can highly recommend their teas. They are delicious. Really, oh, really. Thank you. <laughs> and you have some very unusual teas as well. What's your favourite tea? Well, the first one that springs to mind at the moment is um, a tea we've recently blended with Scottish water. Right. It's a quite soft Scottish water we have here. It's called Keep the Heat, mm -hmm. which I'm surprised they let me get away with. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lovely blend of two different black teas with some heather flowers and some meadow sweet. So yeah, a nice tea to keep you calm through That's these turbulent times. Beautiful and just what the world needs right now. Exactly, yeah. And we'll be bringing back our pumpkin chai due to popular demand over the next couple of weeks. So. Great. Oh, wonderful. Okay, that's fabulous. I feel just calmer having spoken to you, Erica. Never mind drinking your tea. Um, I'll be signing up to the tea club um, online. Um, thank you so much for today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's great to talk to you. Thank you for listening to our Entrepreneurial Journey podcast. You can find us at tricrest.com and you can find Fuel My Business there too. Answer the 12 questions in less than 60 seconds and find out exactly what's happening in your business. And then even better, learn how to fix it. Did you know you can access our Tricrest partners through Fuel My Business too? Just upgrade your subscription and you can get access to them in a group coaching session once a month or even one-to-one. -one. Enjoy.